every couple needs to be holding hands, snuggling, looking at each other, mm-hmm. you know, face to face, face to face and making love to each other so that you're connecting as one. Mm-hmm. And if any one of those is missing, imagine a marriage that's like, well, we don't talk to each other. Well, that's mm-hmm. not going to be healthy. We don't look at each other. Well, that, that's not going to be healthy. We don't touch each other, you know, non-sexual touch, holding mm-hmm. hands and mm-hmm. worship and praying together and snuggling up. We don't have sex together. If you, if you disconnect any part of you, mind, body, soul, spirit, whatever part it is from your spouse, you are malnourishing and endangering the marriage. Mm-hmm. And so then you'll just start doing life shoulder to shoulder and, you know, moving forward in that way. And then eventually you'll be back to back. And it's a very, it's a dangerous place to stay here. It's a good place to be honest about this season, but it's not okay to stay here. Well, welcome back to the uh, Real Marriage Podcast. Pastor Mark here with my best friend, Grace. This week, we're going to do a question. Scary, man. Very, (laughs) very. Obviously, you didn't send this in. No, I didn't. Thank you for saying that. That's amazing. Here's the question. What is the importance of intimacy? And you know it's a Christian asking a sex question when they use the word intimacy instead of sex. You could just, you know, whatever. Any advice for a hardworking man who's tired at 51? Oh, this is scary because I'm... 51. 51. I'm just so you kids know, this is not my question. <laughs> If I reach the point where I don't have energy for this, I'm quitting my job. Like, I got to free up some margin in my life. There is no way. Like, right before, like, I'll die before I take It's just not going to happen. All right. So what is the importance of intimacy? <laughs> How important is sex to a marriage? Yeah. It's as important as air. Okay. Yeah. And water and shelter. Okay. And food. Okay. Yeah. So that would be it. So I don't know. Should we just pray for him now? Or are we done with the episode? <laughs> As a man, I can't, I don't even have. You are a hardworking man who's tired at 51. And not asking this question. No. Yeah. So if you were asking this question, what, what would you have to examine in your life to figure out how to put this back in the important place that it belongs. You're trying to turn this into an adult conversation. (laughs) Okay, I'll play along. So if I was, so first of all, I would ask, um, number one, do we have problems in the relationship outside of the bedroom that cause me not to be attracted to or desirous of or Mm -hmm. drawn toward my wife? Mm -hmm. And if so, I might be using 51 and tired as an excuse to not deal with an issue in the marriage. Mm -hmm. That would be my first question. Mm -hmm. My second question would be um, medically, physically, how am I doing? Mm -hmm. Like uh, if I'm not doing okay, I got to go into a doctor. Are you not getting enough sleep or are you getting enough sleep but you're not or physically, getting, there's something a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is stress a huge part of it? Yeah, if you're not mm-hmm. sleeping well, if your testosterone is low. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a season where my adrenals were low and I was mm-hmm. just constantly fatigued. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I don't know what people's opinion is and I don't care. But anyways, <laughs> you know, you can go to a traditional doctor. My preference is go to a naturopathic doctor 
every year I get all my blood work pulled, look at everything and tell me how I'm doing and then tell me food, diet, exercise, supplements, what do I need to do to be healthy? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you're feeling the effects of life and stress and aging and work. But unless you really get a diagnosis, you don't know what the solution is. And I'm the guy personally, I don't want to be on a bunch of medications. Mm-hmm. I would rather do vitamins. I would rather do sunshine, eat and healthy, eat healthy mm-hmm. and exercise. Yeah, go for hikes. I like to hike. I, I'm not going to go to the gym, but um, so you're saying lifestyle, check medical, uh, your medical health. Yep. Your physical check your health. marital health. Check your marital health. Check your emotional health. And then what about spiritual? Do you think that that affects, do you think maybe they have a, if they're asking the importance of intimacy, how important is it to God? I mean, he created it, so it must be important, right? I mean, if we go all the way back to Genesis, we see that he created it for Adam and Eve so that they could become one. And so that's really the answer to this question is it's extremely important because it helps you become one with your wife. And if you aren't becoming one in that way, then there's probably some other areas that you're not one as well. Well, when God made us, we were naked. Mm-hmm. And so that seems to be the best case scenario. <laughs> Closed, I'll just point this out. Clothes didn't exist until sin entered the world, and yes. they're the result of the fall. And they were leafy clothes. <laughs> yeah, and they were leafy clothes, which probably still doesn't cover well. <laughs> So, so yes, it's in, important in, in the sight of God. So it needs to be important to us. But what happens too is when a couple is sexually intimate, it does a lot neurochemically, biologically, the brain science, and it literally creates a bond at the physical, mm-hmm. uh, the mental, the spiritual, and the emotional level. Mm-hmm. And the two literally become one. Mm-hmm. And so any couple... I mean, every couple needs to be holding hands, snuggling, looking at each other, Mm -hmm. you know, face to face, face to face and making love to each other so that you're connecting as one. Mm -hmm. And if any one of those is missing, imagine a marriage just like we don't talk to each other. Well, that's Mm -hmm. not going to be healthy. We don't look at each other. Well, that's not going to be healthy. We don't touch each other, you know, non-sexual touch, holding Mm -hmm. hands and Mm -hmm. worship and praying together and snuggling up. We don't have sex together. If you... If you disconnect any part of you, mind, body, soul, spirit, whatever part it is from your spouse, you are malnourishing and endangering the marriage. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to put it. Um, Thank you. That's why I'm hosting a (laughs) podcast for marriage. Um, So, And also, I'll just add that if you're struggling with this, the wife feels that and she feels rejected or devalued in a way if this isn't important for you or you're struggling with the importance. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you're asking the question, whoever this is, because this is an important question. But the wife will feel that and she'll feel um, neglected in that area. And so then you'll just start doing life shoulder to shoulder and, you know, moving forward in that way. And then eventually you'll be back to back. And it's a very, it's a dangerous place to stay here. It's a good place to be honest about this season, but it's not okay to stay here and look at those areas that we just talked about, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a mindset spiritually in the Bible about sex, sex you, may have not, a, you may have a bad view. Yeah, maybe you... Maybe there's abuse in the maybe back. Maybe there's abuse. Maybe you have a porn issue. There's something in there that God's... The Holy Spirit's convicting you here. 
um, for you to even ask this question. That's a good thing that you're responding to that and asking it. But I think really um, dialing in on some of those areas and saying, okay, what's what's missing here? Well, and it, earlier in Genesis, God says, you know, a man will leave his mother and father mm-hmm. and cleave to his wife. And that word there means to pursue with enthusiasm vigor. and mm-hmm. vigor and energy. And so... And it's not good for the man to be alone. Yeah. And if you're not having sex, you're alone. That's mm-hmm. not intimate. In addition, if you're not pursuing your wife, um, I mean, that is a, that's a devastating thing mm-hmm. for a wife. Yeah. Because if he is a hardworking man, and, and I want to honor you, hey, man, right now in America, if you're going to work, we're going to cheer yeah, for you. Thanks exactly. for going to work. <laughs> but if you're, it sounds like you're passionately pursuing your job or your career or your income, which is good. But if you're not doing the same for your wife, that can be very devastating. And it it doesn't excuse, but it opens up additional temptation mm-hmm. for the wife to get mental, physical, emotional, spiritual needs mm-hmm. met outside of the marriage. And you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Satan doesn't even show up until Adam and Eve are married. And he's always attacking yeah. marriage. And so, you know, if you're leaving something vulnerable, it's going to be exploited and exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, too, you have an honest conversation with your with your wife, if you're the man, and just be like, okay, how often would you like to have sex? Mm-hmm. Um, and figure out like what what would that be in a in, at a at a place in the marriage that you're both grateful for mm-hmm. and good with, mm-hmm. and like everything, it's talking it through and figuring out okay what works for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would submit to you that what happens is you're going to have to talk about okay when do we do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he's like, I come home from work and at bedtime, I am just dying. Yeah. Well, if you're a morning person, guess what you're going to do? <laughs> you know, yeah. you know. And yeah, making it a priority and a great resource um, just to plug the Willis's, Dave and Ashley, they just wrote a book called uh, Counterfeit Climax. And it actually talks through a lot of these important questions and how we're dealing with sex and intimacy and the lack thereof at times and, and really our mindset about it. Mm -hmm. And so I would encourage you to pick that up and maybe read it with your wife together and kind of see where the areas that you both may have wrong thinking, um, or maybe you're pushing each other away. And so intimacy doesn't sound good because you're kind of in two separate worlds and you don't know how to get out of that pattern. So I would encourage you to pick up that resource as well. Well, and so, yeah. And so it might be, okay, what's your day off? So tell your wife, hey, babe, so day off, that's going to be kind of our 4th of July. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going we're gonna to go for the fireworks. <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to sleep in and uh, stretch and <laughs> be good to go, you know, and it's going to be an exciting day. And it may be, hey, hon, at night, I am really, really tired, uh, but I'm awake in the morning. Great. And it may be, uh, hey, sweetheart, you know what? Um on this day, I've got an extended lunch every week. I'll meet you at a hotel and, <laughs> you know, we're going to we're gonna have some fun. Mm-hmm. And it's just thinking creatively because what happens in a marriage, you get stuck in a rut. The longer mm-hmm. you've been married, the easier it is just to fall into yeah. a routine and a rut. And the more you can do to intentionally break that. 
And then what that builds as well is some anticipation. Mm-hmm. You're looking forward to it. You're like, whoo, it's my day off. You know? mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, or it's that day of the week when we meet for lunch and we check into a hotel for an hour or mm-hmm. it's, you know, Hey, you know, we're going to wake up you know a little bit earlier. Um, but, uh, we're not going to start our day with a cup of coffee, but we will mm-hmm. be awake when all is said and done. And it's, it's finding creative ways to do this. So, um, we'll keep this episode short, but, um, I have one thought, probably not good, and I'll share it in a moment. What would any other advice you would give this couple? No, I think, I think you've done a good job of framing it. Okay. So, uh, so for this married couple and any married couple that is willing, willing to embrace this challenge from Pastor Mark, I'm going to give you the 30-day challenge. The 30-day challenge is have sex in some form or fashion Every day for 30 days. With your spouse. Oh, yeah. Well, because you said in some form or fashion. So I just want to make that super clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Now, this is not the polygamous podcast. This is not the... Yeah. So take the 30-day challenge, and that is with your spouse, every day for 30 days, something sexual. And what you will see is that your body starts to be conditioned toward being more intimate, more regularly, your body will adjust, your mind, soul, spirit will adjust, and you will be looking forward to being together, and your body will um, preserve a bit of energy for specific things. In the same way, if you start going to the gym, you got to go for a while, and then all of a sudden, your body, you're like, oh, I like going to the gym. I feel Mm -hmm. better. I've got momentum. I'm in a good rhythm. Actually, this is really helpful. Take the 30-day challenge. And uh, if you can't take the 30-day challenge, take the 60-day challenge. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Why don't you pray for him? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. You think this, I mean, is this something? Okay. Lord, uh, I think this is a good idea. So help them have a 30-day. Amen. Amen.